0: To shake and not noob, the podcast that likes its consoles like it likes its cafe breakfasts. Overpriced and designed by hipsters with way too much time on their hands. I am your host Fuzzy Dan and on this week's episode I'm joined by the creative director of Mirth, Mr. Doody Dutrum. How are we today buddy?
1: I'm... What the the fuck is Mirth? (laughs) Mirth. Like humour, like happiness... Oh yeah, no, that's not me, dog. <laughs> read, a,
0: read a book, buddy. You're the creative director. You don't, you design the mirth. You don't like, you know, enact it. That's yeah, that's where we're coming from. <laughs>
1: design the girth. That's what I fucking do. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah, no, I'm doing. Good well, lord, then. good lord, we've started well.
0: <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. I've just remembered why we don't record first thing in the morning.
1: But that's you know, that's the usual. <laughs> st- Wait, there's a, there's a reason why. There's a reason behind it. <laughs>
0: See, we need to find a nice sweet spot because it's either too early in the morning and we're not caffeinated enough or it's too late at night and we're too drunk. So there's somewhere in between there that's a happy medium. We'll get to there.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. The the previous couple of episodes of Noob has just been me with six wines in my system.
0: (laughs) It's a beautiful thing. Um, Well, look, we're back this week um, and we're excited to talk about a lot of stuff. Let's get straight into it because there are plenty of things to talk about. I've got a few news items and then we'll get into the big stuff. Um, first cab off the rank. No Man's Sky. Now they uh, they got released. I think this week um, it came out on Xbox Games Pass. So yep. if you haven't got it on any one of the platforms that it's come out, pretty much for free everywhere, you should be getting it like immediately because now they have enacted crossplay between all platforms. So oh, PS PS4, Xbox, and PC crossplay is enabled. It's uh, like the game is awesome. Um, I've been playing it a lot on PC. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Even to a point where I've, I've been thinking about buying Elite Dangerous for a very long time, but it's been super overpriced. They actually repriced themselves now to about like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. I still don't want to buy it. I'm actually having too much fun playing No Man's Sky.
1: Yeah, No Man's Sky is sort of, it's it's one of those games that when it came out it was just empty and now it's just constantly being updated and fixed and stuff like that. Um, a a yeah. friend of mine uh, actually sort of said Sea of Thieves is the sea pirate version of No Man's Sky. It like, came out pretty empty <laughs> and now it's getting a bit more traction but it's still got that sort of travelling from place to place and there's something to do at each different location.
0: Yeah, and I, I heard something this week about um, uh, CFDs where they're like they've got all of these crazy like limited time events going on. Um, yeah, they're, they're just they're putting out content which is like changing the way that the game gets released. So, look, it, it's I can see where they're coming from with a lot of these things, but I would like to have seen a lot more content at launch. You know, hey, we're creating this amazing world, and then it just it dies, and it's not until a couple of years later where they actually catch up with the ideas that they created.
1: Yeah, I think it's the whole thing of, especially with uh, I don't necessarily know about uh, well they marketed No Man's Sky of like it's a big galaxy you can you know meet your friends and stuff like that. I I think that's that was their whole thing of like release it now so people can experience it with their friends and have those sort of stories and laughs to have. And then we'll, when people start to get bored of that, then we'll start sort of releasing the content that brings them back to it.
0: Uh, look, I think the biggest problem was they, they... Like, No Man's Sky really sold it on a bunch of stuff. Like, they sold it on what it is now. So they said, all of these things will be available immediately... And maybe like a quarter of that stuff was available at launch, so that was the really disappointing thing with the oversell there. Um, but now it's it's in a state where it's awesome and it's definitely worth checking out. If, if you haven't played it for the like at all, it, it is hundred percent awesome and definitely worth your time. And now that it's got crossplay, so it, there is literally no excuse to not hang out with people who already own it on those other consoles. So definitely cool to check out. Yep, yeah, definitely. Uh, moving on to something else that's come out um, we saw a trailer this week for the Alex Kid reboot um, which is uh, coming at us reasonably fresh um, you had an interesting thought on this one straight away didn't you I think you it was sent
1: it to me and I just went what am I watching? <laughs> uh, I, I have no idea what it is. Uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with it. And then uh, a listener of, of both Nerd and Noob I, is uh, Shelly who put it on the Shaking Up Nerd listener community, and she got really fucking excited for it. And then if you go on to the listening community, onto that post, there's just heaps and heaps of back and forth comments between Ian, Kerman, and Shelly just going back and forth about this game, what it plays like. Then they start talking about Zelda, and then they start talking about pop culture. It's just, it, it's it's It looks like it's a game that, it's apparently Sega's version of sort of Mario in regards to its traditionalist platforming. Um, mm. But it's also just bringing out these sort of, you know, memories of, you know, playing it as a kid and all, oh, you know, did you play this? And so it's, it's, it's already doing something positive, something I've never seen before. It's doing something... Positive in regards to... It's bringing back an old-school game that people love. You can flip back to forth between all the classic graphics and these remastered-styled graphics. I
0: like that. Um, I like that they, they've they've added the uh, the retro mode so that you can basically yeah. switch back to old graphics if you'd like to and play all of these new levels in the old style, which is which is kind of cool because I actually, like, looking at this game and what we've seen in the trailer, I prefer the retro graphics to what they've come out with in the new graphics. Because yep. it kind of just looks like a mobile game, really, like uh, an upscale mobile game in those modern graphics.
1: Yeah, see, that was the thing. Like, I had no idea what this was. I'm like, oh, it's, it's some kind mm. of game that's coming. Um, but it's it's also like it's just getting that, that sort of friendly chat, but, you know, going between, you know, people online. They're like, hey, did you, you know, did you play Zelda? I love Zelda. And they start talking about, you know, the memories they had of the game and stuff like that. So I, I kind of like it when when old school classic games that even in this instance that I haven't heard of, yeah. come out of nowhere in regards to their remakes and it's just bringing back that nostalgia and it's just bringing back that sort of friendly chat mm. and banter that we sort of need in times like these yeah
0: and look uh, this is a this is an old classic this is one that i played it was around on like yeah yeah <laughs> i think it was out in 86 was the original release so it's, just- it's it's been yeah it's been around for a while and it's just it is a familiar property for a lot of people and was very popular at the time so um, interesting platformer it will be interesting to see how this goes um, I think it'll be a nice one to pick up as a, a little side game to play but um, yeah definitely definitely cool I don't know if there's a, um, a due out date, it's just showing a uh, bit of a teaser but yeah there we go, Alex Kidd coming out coming back to your game consoles very shortly yeah um, speaking of games coming back, we've got a an update that's coming out, I believe, tomorrow, our time, um, on mm. Far Cry 6. Um, yes, so Far Cry, I did see Far you Cry 6. This. Yeah, it looks like apparently now what they've said is that Far Cry 6 will not be set in the US. Um, and that everybody should expect a new location. They haven't given much more detail other than that, Um, but, yeah, apparently they're going back to a more exotic setting, which I think they need that, because I was just a little bit sick of the last few games being in rural America, and it just never felt like it was growing
1: yeah we had well we had sort of an island off hawaii or something wasn't it for for far cry 3 or Mm. i can't remember it was a tropical island for far cry 3 which had a lot of reminiscing of the og far cry because it was all the that sort of tropical setting um we've had africa for far cry 2 we have had um uh we had the himalayas
0: i think himalayas that was it yeah himalayas three and then far cry primal uh,
1: (laughs) which was the himalayas again
0: um, but, with, but with dinosaurs. <laughs>
1: yeah. And then we had, uh, shit, it was just like Colorado or whatever it was for the past two Far Cry games. So we did have Far Cry Blood Dragon, which was the exact same map as Far Cry 3, but it was neon teched and 80s fired which I would love to
0: see again. <laughs> oh, man. No, that Blood Dragon's just such a crazy thing. Um, did you ever play that game? They had um, It was a crossover between uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon and um, that motorcycle Pride. game. Um, trials, uh,
1: trials of the Blood Dragon.
0: Yeah. So shit.
1: It was so terrible. Because they, <laughs> they were like, advertising it that it was Far Cry Blood Dragon. People were like, yes, more Far Cry Blood Dragon. I was like, no, it's a Trials game with the yeah. skin of Far Cry Blood Dragon. I'm like, no, no, no. It was just. And it wasn't
0: yeah, a. It just, wasn't yeah. a. like. It wasn't even a good Trials game. It was just shit so yeah i'm glad that we're we're seeing a, something a little bit different from them um so we're expecting to see a an announcement maybe potentially a trailer for far cry 6 um in uh, at some stage this weekend so uh stay tuned for that
1: yeah um, i think uh, you did the last far cry review for us which was i did this time last year or a bit earlier um, yeah, and yeah, you, you you enjoyed it, yeah, especially with sort of the the apocalyptic buzzsaw-styled weapons and crossbows and shit.
0: Yeah, look, and there was the, I think that was a bit of a rage at the time. Well, speaking of rage, Rage Two um, was also out at that stage. So there's a lot of games in that sort of similar uh, like tone at that stage, and I look. It was very much... That last Far Cry was a... Sl- they slapped some new paint jobs over the old one. And that's what they've been yeah. doing, right? Every time they'd release a they'd release a Far Cry game, and then the next year they would release a new Far Cry game, which was the old one with different paint jobs. So just I'm keen to see them progressing. I'm keen to see them moving to that next platform, that next area, something different. And I'd like to see that progression. Move forward with it. Like, don't just stagnate. So... Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm excited for the potential for
1: that. Yeah, yeah, it uh, it's, it's it's starting to it's it's normally supposed to be that E three time, so we're starting to sort of mm. get the, all these all these game announcements. Oh yes, we are,
0: <laughs> which is exciting. Which goes to our big stories still later on. But um, last piece of news from me today: Minecraft Dungeons. Now I don't know if you've heard about this dirty because you're probably have not the target audience.
1: Because, <laughs> I have heard of it because your kid has been wanting me to play it
0: oh man he loves it he's been playing it non-stop with all his friends it's like the number one game he goes to now they were we're yeah. in minecraft hanging out all the time minecraft dungeons is the new one it has also ended uh, animal crossings run as the best-selling game on the uh, on the u.s. e-shop so animal crossing for a very long time been dominating and now we're seeing um it's on uh, xbox games pass for free um, it's been going great, guns on there, and now it's the number one on the Switch eStore in the US. So it's it's big. It's going really good. And look, it looks like a, I've I've not played it myself. It looks like a lot of fun. Um, it's very sort of Diablo meets Minecraft esque kind of thing. Um, yeah. So, so I think there's some really cool aspects of it that the kids are, kids are getting into. So very accessible um replayable lots of really good community stuff going on so yeah minecraft man minecraft is it's so big it's getting even bigger as we speak even bigger than Fortnite. (laughs) thank god (laughs) um but yeah so minecraft dungeons if you haven't checked it out i think if you've got you know young kids or whatever if you're into minecraft it's probably a really good game to get into it looks like that's where everybody is going to be positioning themselves uh, from playing the traditional minecraft
1: yeah it's it's uh, i have no idea what the fuck minecraft <laughs> really is but look if people are liking it then i'm not gonna say hey stop having fun but it's just yeah for like not fortnite for you. i i get stuff in there
0: yeah yeah no that's fair enough <laughs> Oh, well, that's all the news for us today, but we do have other stuff we're going to talk about. But first of all, Dirty, we're brought to the fans today by a little group called
1: Culture shot Collectibles. Tell me what they do, Fuzzy.
0: They are your number one stop for all <laughs> your nerdy collectible needs. And, mate, I'm just going to hand it over to you today because they released a couple of uh, things in the past week, which look very exciting, but I know nothing about. It's the Dragon Ball Z figures that have come through. Tell me oh, how hard you are right now. Um, and which ones you'll be purchasing almost immediately
1: yeah so the, they've, they've just put up for pre-order the they called it's a company called figure arts that do um, sort of high detailed uh, not high detailed in regards to like hot toys but high detailed uh, posable action figures um, Yes. And they've got a heap of new Dragon Ball ones. So they've got a new uh, Goku that's coming. They have a new kid, Gohan, uh, specifically from uh, his fight uh, on Namek before he sort of gets that bowl haircut of his. And it's got the man himself, Piccolo, with his fucking awesome cape and turban and stuff like that. Uh, You can remove his arms. It looks like his arm's been chopped off like when he fights Nappa. uh, Or not Nappa, sorry, Raditz. Um, So... Look, it, they, they look fucking fantastic. I think I might get the Piccolo one because Piccolo, Tien, and Vegeta are my, my main three. Um, but he's also got some new Funko Pops. He has this uh, Avengers uh, sort of uh, Thor assemble, which is like a, a diorama one. So he's on like a, a base, and it looks like if you buy all of the Avengers, they sort of click together or, or sort of circle around the base. It looks like Funko Pop. Uh, Funko's starting to do that. Uh, there is a new Spider-Man video game hot toy, the uh, Spider-Armor Mark... Four, um, yep. yep. Roman numerals. And um, it's, <laughs> it's got this sort of UV pattern on it. So it's... Um the, the, the stand that it comes with shoots UV lights out of it when you turn it on. Uh, and when you do that, you get this sort of electric grid pattern going up and through the Spider-Man suit. And when you turn it off, it's just a normal uh, it's just a normal suit. It's um, kind of so cool, look, I'm
0: not going to lie.
1: <laughs> I, I did see it, and I went, it's kind of cool, but I'm not buying a Spider-Man figure until they release 2099, and that's the only Spider-Man I'm going to get. Um, oh, man. So i still <laughs> holding out hope. <laughs> um, yeah, so... the the, the new Dragon Ball stuff's pretty cool There's a heap of new um, McFarlane toys And they're doing a heap of stuff for DC comic books um, mm-hmm. So they've released uh, The White Knight Batman figures Which A, is an amazing book But the toys are also really fucking cool uh, There's some more new Batman Arkham Asylum The old school old school uh, Video games, they've released toys for that There's new Funko Pops that are coming in There's fucking heaps man, there's a bloody Hellraiser toy That's just come in, there's heaps of stuff going on At uh, Culture Shock Hmm so yeah.
0: uh It's yeah, it's I'm, it looks I'm like excited. a busy time for all of them, right? They're just releasing everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. So uh I'm looking forward to I've put in some, some pre orders uh at the moment for two new hot toys. So one should be coming out around shit August I think it is. Um me and uh, Andy, that geek Andy Uh, from Star Wars 101 have actually pre-ordered through Michael from Culture Shock for a director critic, and then I've just made a Darth Maul pre-order, so I have to Ah, wait for that bad boy for, like, I think November, I think he comes out. There's also new, like, Inspector Gadget toys are back, man. Like, there's an Inspector Gadget (laughs) toy set. It looks fucking awesome. Uh, Well, look, that's... I mean, they... There's
0: so much stuff that's come through that is very exciting for all of them. So, if you are an Inspector Gadget fan, I mean get in now I, I don't Hell, know we're looking at you people, <laughs> don't know how many people remember Inspector Gadget but if you do they've got the toy for you so check yeah, out culture shop collectiblescom uh, for all your nerdy needs now mate we've got yes. lots to talk about today um, I want to get your first one out of the way your first review and then we'll talk about the big big news from this morning the reason yes. that we're delayed slightly today um, Let's talk about Mortal Kombat, though, because you played this recently, uh, the expansion pack that's come through for them.
1: Yes, so Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath is a story expansion, uh, as well as a a, a small sort of character pass addition onto it as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Character pass-wise, for for anyone interested, you get Fujin, who is a returning character from previous Mortal Kombat games, uh, and he is now written to be the brother of Raiden. Um, so Raiden is the thunder god, Fujin is the wind god. So he's like he's got a, you know, wind abilities. Um, mm-hmm. We've got uh, Shiva, which is the sort of the female Goro, uh, who's back and she's got her her old school sort of fighting style from traditional. If you push down and up, just simply down and up in the uh, while you're fighting with her, she leaps into the air and then lands on you. So she's still got all those old school combos. Uh, and then we've got RoboCop who uh, who's in the game and. He's pretty cool, but he's also pretty slow in regards to how the Terminator plays. Um, he's pretty. It, it's it's cool seeing RoboCop, especially because we got sort of overly saturated with a lot of Terminator crap when Terminator yeah. Dark Fate was coming out. So when Terminator's there, you're like, yeah, cool, whatever. But with RoboCop, it's like this is OG fucking RoboCop. He comes out of the car. You know, you're coming with me, dead or alive. His fucking executions are pretty fucking cool. There's even a, uh, when you sort of, you, you finish a fight, if you don't uh, use a fatality and it's just that normal ending, you know, hey, like you get Scorpion, throw this fucking chain into the, into the camera and pull it close to you. His one is like a news reporter's come up to him and he's just sort of like, dead or like, he's like, oh, what are you going to do now? It's like, if you, if you, you know, fucking kill people, I will find you. And it's just, it's... It's just this classic retro awesomeness to it. Um, He's got a heap of new... He's got a heap of abilities, like he can pull out that sort of explosive sniper rifle that they try to use to take him down in the movie. He's got a riot shield. He's got his gun that comes out of his hip. He's got the sort of the giant jack knife that comes out of his hand. Um, Even when you uh, have uh, the now return of stage fatalities, you can drop people into sort of the acid bath pits like that old school level. And if you Mm. do that on Robocop or on the Terminator, instead of getting a skeleton, you'll get the T-800 frame or you'll get you know the Robocop body with a a burnt skeleton head. Um, We also do have a a continuation of uh, the the story. So um, look, Mortal Kombat 11 is a year old now. So if you haven't played it, I'm going to tell you the ending of the story. Is basically everyone dies. Uh, Liu Kang. Be- <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> a hell of a spoiler. <laughs> yep. Uh, basically, because everyone sort of dies trying to fight this uh, this go- the 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 god of time, Kronika. Um And with everyone dying, Liu Kang actually becomes the god of thunder and fire. So Raiden transfers his godlike powers to Liu Kang to defeat Kronika. Uh, Liu Kang does. He defeats her, and he's going to reset time to sort of his future. Um, so he can actually shape time as he wants. But he realizes that after he's killed Kr- the god of time, Kronika, he's actually destroyed her crown, and he can't shape time without the crown. Um, and by doing so, just to sort of, they realize this, they've opened up this, by killing Chronica. they've opened up this sort of, this vault, if you will. Sort of like um, in Man of Steel, how like they open up the the shadow, what's the fucking, uh, I've forgotten the name of the term, but how mm. sort of General Zod comes out when they activate the, uh, uh, Z- uh, Jor El's ship. It opens uh, up the yeah. Phantom Zone. Yeah. yeah so yeah. by killing Kronika it opens up sort of that Phantom Zone, if you will. Uh, and Shang Tsung, Nightwolf, and Fujin come out, who all turned down to work for Chronica, and they're all really powerful. And yes. they go, "Look, we'll go back in time to to before you killed Kronika and before you know things went down. We'll steal her crown and bring it back to you in modern time, and then you can go back your merry way." um i,
0: I do love a good time travel storyline you know how i feel about time travel so
1: <laughs> it is it is yeah they, they do the whole thing of like okay well we need help we can't ask these people because they're doing this we can't ask these people because they're doing this and it, it uses those instances to reintroduce mortal kombat characters who were given to us as dlc through the, through the sort of the season pass mm. um so like Previously, last year, we got Shiva, which is uh, Katana's mother, and she's got that, uh, not Shiva, sorry, Sindel. She's got that scream and all that sort of stuff, because yeah. um, she's a Mortal Kombat character. And it's like, oh, we can't use Sub-Zero because he's f- f- fucking helping out with this. And it's like, okay, let's go get Sindel, because she's not in the campaign. She was a DLC character. So the this ex- sort of expansion pre- gives you a use or, or a reason to bring back all of these Mortal Kombat-owned property characters back into the game. Um, the I will say this expansion is kind of required, I would say In regards to what's going to happen for Mortal Kombat 12 It probably mm. will do a, you know, previously on Mortal Kombat or whatever Like that at the start of the game and will give you hints But it's also, it's it's done that thing that Injustice 2 sort of had Where it's, the, the last fight of the game was like Do you pick side A or side B? And then you can sort of play out from there Yeah um, so it it is it is a bit of fun. Um, I I would say it is a I think it's like a sixty dollar expansion and it is about five to six hours of, of story length as well as uh, some new levels, some new characters and friendships return, which is the the sort of if you don't fatality them you can just do this weird <laughs> hang out with them. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fucking weird, like sub zero and like pulls a fucking a snow cone card out of nowhere and makes himself a snow cone and just starts eating it. like And it's like friendships, you know. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, it is yeah, look, the
0: weird style of humour that Mortal Kombat is pretty much known for, right? Like, they they do... I do enjoy that they don't take themselves too seriously.
1: Yeah, it's it's fun, I I, I, I will say, but it, it is a $60 expansion pass on top of Mortal Kombat 11. Um, and... If you already own Mortal Kombat 11, I can see why spending 60 bucks for five hours of story, some additional characters, and some skins and stuff may not seem worth it. And and, and the game and they've also said uh, th- over time we're going to give you for owning the aftermath DLC, we're going to give you more skins and stuff to play with because they've given us some skins for Sub Zero and Scorpion that are fan favorited skins of previous games. Um, but they have if you don't own Mortal Kombat 11, you can get both. Aftermath and Mortal Kombat 11 and the season pass, the previous season pass, all in one bundle for like 80 bucks, I think it is. Um, and it just goes to show that that sort of when Injustice comes out and when a new Mortal Kombat game comes out, yes, it might be you know oh, I want to go get it, I want to go grab it, but I'm like maybe wait for a game of the year edition that has all of the things in it rather than mm. spending 100 bucks and then 60 bucks for the season pass and then another. That's 60 a lot, bucks right? That's
0: that's a that's a lot of money to spend on one fucking game just to get the it is the story extension.
1: It is a little bit, but I I I will say, putting that to the side, I do like having story DLC that is for a single player sort of experience. Like all the yeah. DLC we get now is new COD maps oh it's a new fucking Warzone level oh spend 60 bucks and get a fucking weapon or something to do with multiplayer like I love Rainbow Six Siege but all the DLC for Rainbow Six Siege is just new operators and that's it Um, and I love that but I there's no single player element to it and that's Rainbow Six Siege or that's Call of Duty but with uh, games like Battlefront 2, it would have been great if we got more single-player expansions. Or with Red Dead, more single-player expansions to what's going on. Give us that zombie fucking undead nightmare mode or stuff yeah. like that. Sort of like what we got with Spider-Man in 2018. The DLC we got for that was story DLC that sort of continues onwards. And that's what Mortal Kombat's done. And I'm, I'm kind of liking this 90s, 90s, early 2000 DLC packs that are just extending yeah. the life of a game. Yeah, uh, Review-wise, yes. Yeah, so, 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 sorry, we're excited because we have other news to talk about, and it's it's, <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty big. Uh, Review-wise, I'm going to give this a four out of five. Okay. Um, it is the story's fun. The characters are pretty cool. Um, the customization options and stuff like that. Especially for Robocop, you can actually give him a helmet that covers his whole face, so he just looks like a fucking walking death machine and shit. Uh, yeah, is is pretty cool. So all of that sort of cool, fun sort of stuff that Mortal Kombat 11. Had is still there, and it's just there's more of it. The story is pretty fucking cool. It get it the the expansion of the the story. The way that the game works like Chapter this you play as this character Chapter that you play as that character And that can be used as a training uh, regime To learn how to play as Fujin Or how to play as Nightwolf And Shang Song is actually the fucking actor Who played Shang Song in the 1995 Mortal Kombat movie And every fucking cutscene He's going, your soul is mine Or it has begun And you just sit there going, fuck yes That's what um, I wanted <laughs> Yeah, it's it's fantastic and, and seeing sort of the character roster And seeing, you know, there's a fuckload of characters there now uh, I'm 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 excited for, for what comes next, and what's next should be Injustice, and Injustice yeah. learns from Mortal Kombat, and Mortal Kombat learns from Injustice.
0: Yeah, well, well, we'll see. Like I do, I have enjoyed the Injustice games because they they're just a lot of fun, but um, and, and they're memorable characters, and it's fun being in that zone. I think Mortal Kombat is probably it's it's while it's enjoyable, I've enjoyed Injustice more as a style of game.
1: Especially when you get the x-ray moves. It's like, oh, I'm going to stab you through the eye, but I'm like, he's dead. He's dead. I don't he's care. He's immediately dead, yes. <laughs> he's 100% dead. Oh, what's that? You punched him so hard, his jaw shattered. He's not moving. He's that's unconscious. A- he's gone into shock.
0: <laughs> oh, those x-ray moves just bother me. Like, that should be, like, th- yes, you can do those moves, but they are super complex. And when you nail them, that's it. That's the end of the round. Like, immediate, like, game over. But, yeah, I just, it's just frustrating. Anyway. <laughs> Well, there we go. Thanks for doing that one, mate. Four out of five. Sounds like a lot of fun. Uh, definitely a game for those people who are enjoying their Mortal Kombat and need a little bit more.
1: Yes, there's a video for those who want to see it as well. But, yeah, it's it's a load of fun.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Well, let's get on to the big news, buddy, because we want to talk about this one. I'm so excited to be talking about it. We we delayed our podcast to recording this morning because uh, we wanted to to do this live after we'd seen everything it is talking about the ps5 event that came out today essentially would have been like you know playstation's main keynote address this year um but yeah it's we saw it this morning we've got all the things to talk about so let's get into it uh let's start with the games let's work our way up to the console like they did let's tease it for the end (laughs) So first of all I just want to go through Some of the big names That we're seeing coming back Um, We are seeing um, Horizon So Horizon Zero Dawn Obviously one of the big Popular games uh, On PS4 I still have your copy of that You still have it I ended up buying another copy Because they had a Game of the Year edition For $15 And I went Yes please (laughs) <laughs> I still haven't fucking played it. <laughs> oh man, you gotta play it. Uh, they're coming back. Uh, Aloy is back, baby. Uh, it's in a game called Horizon Forbidden West. Um, there is a whole mm. bunch of new biomes. It looks like you can go underwater. There's new dinos. There's all sorts of stuff. It looks like there's some sort of plague spreading around the you know the the world that they're in. It's it looks so cool. I any I, I started replaying it again. It's so much fun. So I'm very excited for that. I actually went, yes, when it came on screen. So I'm very excited to see more Horizon gameplay. Yeah. Um, oh, look, I, I, I know you haven't played it. Did you see the trailer? Did you check that out? I, I, I saw
1: the... I, I saw the... I didn't watch the whole trailer, but I saw, oh, there's a there's a Horizon Zero Dawn no confirmed. I? Yeah. I haven't played the first one, so this trailer is going to go basically right over my head. I, I'm not going to know who's going on or what that character yeah. is or what they're doing. I can physically see my your old copy of Horizon Zero Dawn sitting here on the shelf. And I'm like, yeah, look, it's it's getting to that little bit of a quiet period for me when it comes to videos. So I might just knuckle down and play that and see how I go.
0: Yeah. Oh, look, it's definitely worth it. Like, it was one of the best games on PS4. It's, it's strongly recommended. So the fact that it's coming back for PS5 is totally excellent. Um, that's yeah. Just first cab off the rank. That was awesome. Um, but the, the the very first trailer we saw out of everything was this one that we're going to talk about now. The new Spider-Man game, uh, which oh, is yeah. in the same zone as the previous one. Um, this time though, we're getting Miles Morales. <laughs> it's literally called the game's called Spider-Man colon Miles Morales. It looks awesome, man. It look like how good was the last Spider-Man? Then they start with this. They're leading off with the big their absolute massive guns. That's just exciting to see, right? I'm a
1: little torn to be honest. (laughs) A little torn
0: as a little torn as in you'd like to buy a PlayStation now just to play it. (laughs)
1: no um i w- was really keen for spider-man and i'm like cool and then i see the trailer's like all right they they're they go with miles morales fuck yeah i'm playing miles morales I don't- that doesn't bother me and then i just see like they're making it all sort of neon purples and blues and i'm like oh no they're giving it that's into the spider-verse vibe to it and then at the end of the trailer it's like you know be greater and then it's spray paint be yourself and i'm like Oh, it's just, they're just doing into the they're doing that style <laughs> of into the Spider-Verse and I'm going, I didn't like that movie. I'm seeing this style in this game. I don't know if I'll like this game. The graphics look good. I love the the previous Spider-Man game. I dig Miles Morales as a character because he's fucking interesting, especially with different powers. Yeah. But it's just they're doing that sort of, hey, into the Spider-Verse worked. Let's let's put that color scheme palette onto this.
0: I think they they'll bring it. I in. don't know how I feel. Uh, no, and that's fair. Like, I think they're bringing some of the elements in, like, but I think the main you know, themes and storylines behind it probably completely different. Um, oh, they're yeah. using the same voice actor that's vo- uh, that's voice acted Miles Morales's character in a bunch of different properties. Um, so that's really awesome that they've kept that same voice actor. Obviously, a very popular one. Um, yeah, just exciting to see. Like, that'll be. Uh, I think that's going to be one of their launch titles, which
1: is awesome. Yeah, holiday 2020 at the at the end of the video, and it looks like um, that the it doesn't show overly too much gameplay, but it looks like the city's more populated than what we got in 2018 Spider Man, and 2018 Spider Man was was pretty populated in regards to to civilians and cars. Like you look at the Batman games, and it's like you're all asleep, or you've all been told to leave town. Where with mm. Spider-Man, it's like, no, there's, there's people walking, there's cars going, and it looks to be a little more New York busy, um, yeah. and I think the the game's going to be sent in sort of winter as well, so we're going to get snow and sort of adaptive yeah. weather controls and stuff.
0: Mm. Oh, look, there, it looks like there's a bunch of really cool elements to it, so I'm... I'm excited to be playing it. I know um, Little Fuzz who watched the uh, the conference with me, very excited for that as well. Like he was, yeah, he was jumping out of his seat with excitement because he loves that that game. So that's awesome to see. Um, so many other trailers to talk about. I want to keep going, but yes, yep. Spider Man, new Spider Man coming out this year. Um, this one I'm super excited for because it's a game I played almost every edition of. It's just great. Gran Turismo Seven is coming back, baby. Um, i love gran turismo just the realistic driving stuff it's it's so cool they've got they get all the awesome car title ty- uh, 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 cars to get in there i think they had a preview video for an aston martin
1: oh wow it looks the, good uh, the, the mazda the red mazda
0: <laughs> oh yeah man it,
1: it looks good though man it looks so good right yeah, eh, like, I'm more. I'm more of a Like, look, this is this is. I mean, I'm happy for PlayStation people. There's, I've, I've got a lot of mates who are PlayStation hardcore enthusiasts. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple of uh, trailers and videos in here that I saw. Okay, like Spider Man, I was like, okay, I'm interested, but I'm also, why the fuck are you doing that at the same time? But Gran Turismo, it's it's one of those games that like people love because it is a perfect sort of. It's a simulator. It's definitely it's, a racing simulator, and if you it's don't like simulators, sim- yeah, yeah, it's it's like people. You know, I've, I've you know, we've sp- I've spoken to to Ian, like, oh, you should pick up Formula One. He's like, I do not like racing simulators, and I've, Gran Turismo has got like every fucking car you can possibly sort of think of, except for you that's know, it, like yeah. oldness and pulsars or something. But like, it's 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 the great way to test drive a car if you're in the market for a fucking supercar. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, look, I, I, it is one of those things. Like I'll say, the difference between Forza and Gran Turismo. Forza is the arcade version of Gran Turismo. Like it's uh, if you, yeah, if you just want to have a bit of fun with the physics and go around and be a bit silly. Like that's that's the one to get but Gran Turismo is the sim version like I remember like there was always this stuff about like you go around and you build up your license so you had to do specific you know challenges and tests and all the rest of it to get different racing licenses to buy different levels of cars and you actually grew with the game so it was one of those games that was challenging that you had to push yourself to be better at to get to that next level so it was never that and which i love about games i always love games that push you to be better so that you can get to that next level rather than just pay and get the best things it's very much that so i hope they keep that model but from what i saw like this was all supposedly you know ps5 graphics um running on the engines it looks great like they did a bit of drive time behind the wheel it looks like you know it looks like a fantastic thing so I'm very excited for that, and that's a big, big title to be coming back for for uh, for PS5 again. That's one of the launch titles, so I'm very excited for that.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's a good launch title, have.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We did see another one. Uh, there's there's a bunch of others. I'm just going to skip through some of them that I I yeah I'm sure that people are excited for Ratchet and Clank. Um, I know yeah. that people liked that title. This one's um a bunch of different stuff. That's going on. We had this one called Project Athea, which kind of looks like a magical Jedi Fallen Order kind of thing, which looks pretty awesome.
1: Yeah, that's Uh, done by Square Enix. Square Enix did uh, Final Fantasy. Did they do Final Fantasy 7, I think?
0: Yes, yes, that's right.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, So that looks really interesting. Um, We had a game called Stray, which is a game where apparently you play as a cat in a world of robots. Don't know what that's about. It looks bizarre, Uh, but fun. Yep. Uh, we had Sackboy, which is um, the the character from Little Big Planet. He's coming out and doing something weird. It's a platformer story adventure rather than a Little Big Planet game. Yeah, uh, we've had Destruction All Stars, which kind of looks like Rocket League meets a big pile of crack.
1: Yeah, um, I, I saw the first ten, the first sort of ten to twenty seconds of this and went, "I'll stick with Rocket League."
0: Yeah, it's pretty much that. <laughs> um, we had some really weird ones. I'm not even going to mention a few of them because they're just bizarre but i want to go back to some of my favorite ones that came through we did see a remake a faithful remake of demon souls which i'm super excited about so anyone who knows like those super hardcore games like dark souls knows that demon souls was the first game that came out they did it first and then it became everything else
1: um i used to own a copy of the first ones
0: yeah, I I actually had to get this shipped over from Japan um, because you couldn't buy anywhere outside of Japan. It was uh, it was crazy. But yes, it was such a good game, so hard. They've remastered it for the PS5, which looks awesome. Um, we saw a game called
1: Deathloop. Did you see this one? I did see that one. That's by Bethesda. So that's yeah. Bethesda's new IP. Yeah.
0: Kind of looks like a little bit like dishonored. I don't know if you played the dishonored titles, but um very much that same sort of first person assassin kind of thing. and the the idea yeah. behind this one is you are you are an assassin caught in a time loop and you're trying to escape an island and every time and you're being tracked down by other assassins trying to kill you. and basically every time you die you reset the time loop. It looks, I'm not sure what the hell is going on here. It looks crazy fun, though. Um, and looks like yeah. some cool physics things going on. So very much, if you like the Dishonored titles, I think you'll like this game. It looks very much along, yeah, it, along those lines. It looks,
1: it looks a little bit like a, a sub-open world one-player plays. It, it looks like it could be two-player. It doesn't really confirm yeah. or deny or anything. But like it's like one assassin has to kill eight other assassins before the end of the night. But then there's another assassin who just has to kill the the main sort of character so it looks like one person plays as the one assassin trying to kill the eight and the other one has to try and find them and kill them in mm. the night so then it just restarts the whole night so it looks like it, it might be a game that doesn't have a lot of depth to it but it, it's got depth from the constant repeat r- repeating from the very start when you die but like I think it could be one of those games that once you get into the rhythm of it it takes you know an hour to do or two hours to do because you're yeah. not dying yeah well, but I, I'm excited for it it actually looks pretty good yeah, so there, I think there's a, <laughs> some interesting things that are going
0: on with it, so that's that's pretty cool. This There's yep. another one that I saw that looks amazing. I I think this looks like a lot of fun. It's called Kena Bridge of Spirits, which is, I think it, it feels very much like Sony's having a crack at a Zelda game. Um, so I don't know if you saw this one. It's like little cartoon characters, very sort of Pixar-y, and then they had mm. like these little sort of black um, blob fuzzy monster things. Um, it looks really awesome. I I watched this one and went, that looks very Zelda-like. I think anyone who's played Zelda: Breath of the Wild will probably get into this one. Um, definitely worth checking out. I know that uh, Little Fuzz and I were very excited for that one. Um, and then yeah, there was I, a, I didn't say that one. Yeah, check that out. That's that looks really interesting. And there was one called Returnal which feels very much like another sort of Dark Souls title, but very dead space kind of dead space Dark Souls shoot'em up kind of thing. It, it looks interesting. So there was I think there's a lot of those sort of Dark Souls Demon Souls type games coming through um that we're likely to see in this this future generation we've seen them be very successful um with like Fallen Order in the past with Neo, um with Sekiro lots of those games I think that style of games coming back and being more popular so very cool to see um so yeah Yeah. man lots and lots of cool titles I think it was a a lot of them won't be exclusives but we did see a bunch there that will be you know specifically PlayStation exclusive which looks pretty awesome right
1: yeah, World's coming back, like Abe's Oh, Oddworld yeah, I forgot has, about that. It's fucking come back. We've got fucking Hitman 3 that's announced. We've got yep. this one. This particular game, I watched it and just went, this is telling you... It's just showing you what you can do in the game, but it's telling you nothing of the story. And I was like, this doesn't look that great. And I'm like, new from Gearbox. I went, ah, oh, there's your problem.
0: Um, <laughs> Godfall. Yeah, the, the no, that one Godfall. looks... That looks shit. That looks like... Um, did you ever play that game, Smite? It, yeah, it, it looks, it looks it like looks, that. And, and I did see on the bottom of the corner it said um, pre-alpha footage. And I was like, well, there you go. Like It it just looks like undeveloped shit. That was one they could have left out of the show.
1: <laughs> yeah, Hitman 3 was announced, but that was just a, a CGI trailer. That wasn't a, a yeah. thing. Um, there was gameplay, sort of high-detailed high detailed graphics of NBA 2K21. Oh, no, that, that, that was... I was like, that's
0: Wow. <laughs> Well, I will just say, and again, pre-alpha footage, but it was a, it was like a test trailer. I want to see gameplay. If you're going to show me anything for a like a sports game that you bring out every single fucking year, show me gameplay. Yeah. That's the only thing that's going to interest me in those things because you bring them out every year. You ask me to spend seventy dollars on a game. Show me the gameplay footage or fuck off. Like that's all I want to see. <laughs>
1: Fair um,
0: enough so i mean it just it's it's nothing otherwise like they can do fancy trailers and they do look you know do lots of fancy trailers every year and it means nothing it's just one of those things i'd like to see a bit more of so a bit disappointing from that um did you see that one it was called uh, little devil inside
1: uh, i did not no I, I i sort of i looked through all the trailers that came out yeah. and just saw like yeah there's clearly ones that are going to be playstation exclusive but then there's i was also looking at ones like okay resident evil 8 you're not going to be playstation exclusive
0: no no and that's that's right there's a few of those in there but yeah look i think there's Mm. um they did a great job of it it's exciting to see like this is what we wanted to see from a lot of stuff we've been wanting to talk about that next thing what's coming what's in the pipeline I want to see that from xbox now i'm really excited to see their exclusives see what they've got in store because we've seen obviously seen what their console looks like we we want to see what they're producing as far as games go so that's that next step forward
1: yeah Um, yeah playstation has has hit the ground pretty significant with uh with the games that they're launching with all the games that they've shown
0: yeah absolutely and like you know getting launch titles like you know spider-man like horizon like gran turismo like those are Big, big games, and very exciting to see them, like, you know, launching for that. So, I, I, you know, that's a very firm return, uh, return of serve back to Xbox and saying to them, show us what you got now, and um, uh, that's going to be really exciting to see what they can come back with. Yeah, exactly. But let's talk about the big news, buddy. Let's talk about the redesigned PS5. Now... Uh. <laughs> now we've seen, uh, we saw the design of the controller come out recently. So the new white design kind of like it. I kind of think it's, it looks very futuristic and spacey. And now we've seen the redesigned PS5, which I think it's becoming an instant meme on the internet. There are, mm-hmm. I, I, will, I will say this may be the most divisive design of a play of a, of a console possibly ever. Um Yeah.
1: Yeah, people were giving shit to the to the Xbox Series X because you know it's 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 the fridge hall yeah. and people were like, Yeah, it's a fridge and I'm like, this thing looks fucked. <laughs> this this is this is the Wii. This is an ugly as this is an ugly console. Like and that's the whole thing. The whole thing is playing the games and the experience. That the console will sit on a shelf, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's not it's it's not a it, it's part of your living room piece in regards to your television cabinet unit. It's not the design of the console isn't necessarily a big thing. If it plays well and the controller feels good and the interface is good of, of the home screens and the designs and stuff, then that's fine. I have no problem with what, what it looks like. It's can it perform and how is the interface and all that sort of jazz. Yeah. But in saying that, it is an ugly console.
0: Look, I, I, one of the things I think about this is like, it's, it's very much a statement piece. So this is saying, look at me, look at me, I'm a big thing. And they've made it, they've kept it white
1: um, which I... yeah, that's interesting. Yeah,
0: I, I it astounds me. I'm like like everything that like has been released in the last ten years has been black. Like it's been black or chrome or like the, you're keeping things very similar. This is going to stand out as a very very bold design choice. And it's like I don't particularly want that. I actually quite like the designs that I have. I like the colors that I have in my house. I don't particularly want to change that. And now it's it's. And if it looks like this, I may end up just hiding it behind
1: something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my sort of... Uh, this is the first time we've seen PlayStation go with, uh, majority an all-white console. There's black and there's blue sort of streaked throughout it, but it's all white. Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, hang on. Yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise me when, when, you know, the Xbox Series X was revealed, if they showed it as a white console. Because I'm sitting there going, okay... 360 was white your Xbox one was a black and then you're going back to white sort of swapping between the black back and forth I think this would have been better if it was that PlayStation one gray I'm I, I, I agree with more you. of an ode to PlayStation
0: I agree with you I like I, I think they should have kept him with the like that theme so we had obviously um, PlayStation one gray um, PS2 was black PS3 was black um it had the shiny coat as well uh ps4 yep. was uh sort of that sort of uh, matte black color to it. it had a textured finish so you know it's just it's a weird choice to go in a completely different direction um you know they've, they've had a lot of you know a lot of straight lines as well previously on their consoles this one has curved all to shit. it's all over the place we've had now just you know block your ears if you're a little person it, it kind of looks like a space vagina or a robot vagina. Lots of comments of that um, on the internet at the moment, and from Ian. Um,
1: yeah, Ian's, Ian's photo that he put on our chat was just <laughs> some someone lying down on a beach, and he just superimposed the PlayStation over over the genitals. Oh, look! It's it's
0: all over the internet right now. Like I'm looking through Twitter, and there's just a bunch of people commenting about how much it looks like a vagina. Um, so yes, it's very like. There's some really interesting choices that they've made with this. And, yeah, you know, look, we'll we'll probably look back at it and, you know, a few years time ago, it wasn't terrible. But, you know, it's right now it was I remember seeing it for the first time and it was I took my breath away because I was so shocked at how different it was from what I expected. Um Yeah. It's. I mean, they've, they've gone gradual changes and they always do something different than PlayStation. Like, I think Xbox tries to keep a very similar aesthetic across their ranges, uh, which yeah. is cool. I like that. You know, they haven't changed their controller much. They keep that, you know, very much on par and it's like, let's just make improvements on the last one, whereas PlayStation tries to make these big leaps with their, you know, hey, let's push it and, and go something else. And it doesn't always work. Um, so... Yeah, very very interesting choices that they've made with this gen um yeah I I, I I don't know how i feel to be completely honest i don't know if i like it or hate it um it's very hard
1: and <laughs> it's, it's looking at the design as well if you're looking sort of it from from a forward on perspective it's got air vents coming from sort of both the left and right side if it's standing up yeah um and, and, and it looks like it's going to be like, okay, well, with a high-powered performance machine like this, we're going to need to have two air vents where yeah. the we I, I, I haven't physically seen an Xbox Series X to say what the dimensions of that is, but that's got a big-ass fan on the top of it as well as on the back of it, sort of a, yeah. two exhaust fans as well. Um, but it looks like with both... PlayStation 5 and the Xbox, you can line them up you can put them up vertically or put them sideways Yeah, uh, I'm definitely going to go with the vertical option to be honest because um, I with the previous, this was like what, 2006 with the Xbox 360 it had these two things called X-clamps uh, which sort of kept all your motherboards and all that sort of, you know, all the hardware on the inside cool, yeah. but yeah. when you light it down flat because of the way that the heating and stuff was sort of designed, is these X-clamps wouldn't get as enough cooling as they needed and they would actually fuse into the hardware and that's what would give you that sort of red ring of death overheating problems. Um, so I think with both of these consoles they can go, you know, you can lie them flat you can stand them up but I think that they're, they're going to be going for all of their promo pictures, they're going to be, we're standing this thing up and I think yeah. it needs needs to be stood up. we with PlayStation 4 and the, the Xbox One and the Xbox One X and the PS4 Pro and all that sort of stuff everything is flat for that thing. And look, all the promo photos and the posters are flat
0: yeah and that's it's it's really interesting to see like how that's going to play out i know ps4 gets a lot of shit and especially the ps4 pro um, because it makes a lot of noise the um the fan goes nuts there's a lot of overheating um, stuff that uh, goes into the discussion so seeing like the excessive amount of fan space on this looks you know looks interesting um uh, yeah, I, I think for for me, I'll probably I, I don't know how I'm going to play this. Like just whether it's going to be up uh, up or on its side, it'll just be where it fits. And you know, it's <laughs> it's so it's such a conflicting feeling not to be super excited
1: for how this looks. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and that was the that's the thing. Like, and, and you like the, the way the show works. You're more PlayStation. I'm more Xbox. Yep. When the Xbox was shown, I'm like, I'm really fucking excited for this thing. And the, the you know the nerd chat was like, looks like a fucking fridge. Oh, well, it looks fucking stupid. It's just a big grey brick. And I'm like, okay, it's fine. Let's see what the PlayStation looks like. Now the PlayStation's out, and Ian's like, that looks like a fucking vagina.
0: <laughs> Look, I I will say like when I when the Xbox came out, I was it was not so much that I wa- I didn't like it. It was just that I didn't feel it was pushing enough. Right. So like we've had the. Oh, Oh well, yeah, yeah, it doesn't it, push. No, it, yeah. it, it, it was. It's very much a safe design choice for them. It, it looks cool, but it's not really pushing the boundaries. And PlayStation has just, you know, seen that line and thrown its body over the top of it. Just gone, yeah, fuck it, let's go for it. And they've gone with the craziest possible design. So, I think there is a middle ground somewhere between the, you know, the sex box and the PS5. That, yeah, you know, as far as design choices go, yes, you can be progressive, but you don't need to be. Aggressive with that choice, so and you know just- what
1: I think I think Nintendo's gotten it perfectly. Like, yeah. it's, it's a little bit colourful, and if you did get the coloured, you know, Joy Cons and stuff like that, but it's it's a little bit unique. It stands out a little bit in your entertainment unit; it doesn't blend in like an Xbox or a PlayStation currently do with yep. the current gen consoles. But when you you know if you've got someone over who hasn't seen it before, they'll go. What's that?" And you'll go "That's the Nintendo switch," where I think with the new Xbox, you'll just go oh, it's an Xbox or it just blends in so no one will really notice it, where with the PlayStation, you'll go, "What the fuck is that?"
0: Yeah." And, and you'll immediately it, it see me of those it. old school yeah.
1: like hard drive towers.
0: Well, yeah, people have been referring it to, like, as, um, as like, a router, um, like, yeah, just interesting, yes. like, comparisons between all of these things. I did like some of the gear they came out with, so they showed a bunch of different gear that you can get. Um, so, obviously, we've got the PlayStation 5 controller, and um, we've got new headphones, we've got a media remote for it, which is awesome, and a new um, yeah. uh, HD forward-facing cameras on it. So, there's a bunch of really cool stuff that I think coming with it. Oh, and the charging dock as well, which I love. They're bringing out charging charging docks for that. So that's because a lot of these things became were uh, PlayStation was never good at that, doing all the peripherals. They kind of just did, yeah. hey, here's uh Blade here's a, yeah, absolutely. So it's here's our console, here's our controller, and everything else was third party, and it was never really officially approved. Um, so yeah. the the fact that they're moving into peripherals, they've seen what's worked for Microsoft, and they're following that, which is a very smart move to do because Microsoft makes a fucking ton of money off that stuff.
1: Um, My, I, I don't know if they said it on the on the the sort of the, the PlayStation Five reveal, but yep. will previous. Uh, uh, accessories so stuff that you can use now on your PlayStation 4 yeah. will that port over to the PS5 so if you've got a pair yeah. of you know, $600 headphones can you use that on the PS5
0: I believe you can like they, they, they've still got headphone jacks in there they do have um, obviously the microphone on the camera uh, on the controller as well which is good on the controller yeah yeah. Uh, which is which is uh, like just some of those things are really awesome. Um, and I do like the fact that um, as well, like the PSVR headset does also connect to um, the PS5. So they've made oh, some yeah. of that, like some of that stuff that's, they want to see that stuff move into the future. And I like, I think with like, you know, the PS, uh, with the PSVR, the headset that they've got, it is white. So it kind of matches in with the, th- with the coloring. So you are going to be able to coordinate a little bit of that stuff in there. But to be honest, I'll be looking at the first opportunity to get a different color of this. Like, give me give me a black version with a white stripe in the middle or give me a gray version yeah. or something else. I'll be looking to upgrade that at the first possible opportunity. Um, cause and uh,
1: probably probably just before we, we, we sort of wrap up, there is two different versions of this as well. There's oh, yeah, a yeah, digital-only yeah. version and a disc version, Yeah.
0: Which is interesting because, like, you know, I, I don't mind, um, like, you know, we've, we've sort of, me and you have been moving more into that digital space when we've been doing reviews because we get review codes sent out to us. Um, but they, so I've, I've got a, a few more of those now, a few more titles. I don't mind that, but I do mind the prices that they charge on the PlayStation Store for all their digital copies. And, you know, when, yeah. I'm, pay, you know, when I'm being asked to pay, you know, $99 for a game that I can buy for 70 I have a real issue with that. Like, you should be ch- selling me your game, your digital copy of that game, for less than I can buy a retail copy. Otherwise, what the fuck is the
1: point? so I'm, yeah, I'm, you do get that chance of getting your money back with the retail by trading in
0: exactly like right exactly right so they should be selling and the retail co- like the, the digital copy sells them nothing it costs them nothing to like produce that physical copy they should at least save 20 bucks on that you should be selling those games for 40 to 50 bucks I would buy all of my stuff on digital if it was cheaper to buy digitally but it's not so yeah that's until that that becomes the case I will buy all my stuff physically um, and and yeah they can go fuck themselves so yeah I wouldn't recommend it but I know there's a lot of people that do like to buy digital uh, versions of games because it's just easier I still will have that strong preference um, just from the fact that it's cheaper
1: yeah yeah fair enough I'll uh, I, I, I prefer digital because I don't have to get up <laughs> I mean
0: getting up is a big problem right yeah
1: <laughs> oh, so someone goes oh let's go from siege to overwatch I'm like oh, if I gotta fucking get up and change the desks where yeah. with, you know, that's I'm enjoying PC gaming because it's like, oh, we're fucking done with this. Let's move on to this. And it's just like, cool, close, open, done.
0: And Look, there is a lot of that ease factor to it. And it's, you know, having so many digital games now, when you have to switch discs, it's like a novelty experience. But, um, you yeah. know, yeah, I still... I still- still love the fact that i can have a physical copy um that it costs me less i can trade it in all of those things like you know i can share it with other people that makes a big difference to how i play my games so yes, yeah exactly it, yeah oh, look lots of interesting choices i think um the big next step will be for playstation 5 the price point and you know there's been lots of rumors about how much it's going to cost um but i would expect this to be 12 to 1500 bucks easy Twelve uh, oh,
1: That's a lot of money. That's what they cost. I don't think. I don't think it'll crack a thousand. I, I don't I, know. It, I, PlayStation PlayStation Three was a thousand when it came out in Australia, and I, when uh, the PlayStation Four came out, it was not a thousand bucks. It was like seven hundred.
0: I reckon they're gonna it, like it's. I reckon they're gonna they're gonna really price it pretty high, for a few reasons. Um, one of them I think is gonna be like you know stock related because they they can um there's going to be a big demand for next gen consoles um there's going to be a lot of people with a lot of cash sitting around waiting for this stuff to happen um they're going to have less stock um they've said they're going to be able to deal with an initial rush of you know getting everybody their consoles this year but then there's going to be a big delay with um manufacturing the next run so it won't be until sort of mid you know 2021 that we're going to see another run of them so I think there'll be a, we're going to set a pretty high price point for these, so it'll be interesting to see what happens with it.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. Well, we, 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 they still both PlayStation and Xbox have not said how much it's going to cost. No, uh, and I think it's, it's it's both of them going. One of you guys has to pull the trigger first. <laughs> uh, but I, <laughs> who's gonna I, first? going to blink first? Yeah, I, I don't see it going over a thousand bucks. I I think it'll be. At most nine hundred, and I think nine hundred will be like at JB Hi-Fi, and they'll give you, you know, this game or this accessory alongside with it. Yeah. Um. That's that's at most because when the three sixty, uh, not three sixty, when the Xbox One came out, Ian and I went and did a midnight launch, and that was like six hundred and fifty bucks or at, at JB, hey. I think it was, and yeah, it was that was fine.
0: Hey, I still I still remember going out day one to purchase my PS two, and I paid twelve hundred dollars for it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's so much money
0: I know and that was New Zealand dollars so you know they, they, that's like yeah a million dollars everywhere else um, <laughs> no it's 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 exciting times I'm very excited to see what Xbox has to say now um, I think it's a very strong start for, for PlayStation for PS5 um,
1: yeah it's definitely it's definitely a good jumping point.
0: yeah, like they've, they've, they've set themselves up well, they've announced a bunch of titles that are out, coming out at launch, some that are coming out as um, you know in the next couple of years. So I think they've they've set themselves up to to do very well um, in this uh, this next gen console race and yeah, it could only bode well for, for everything coming forth um, for other consoles.
1: Well, uh, next up, I think, is July for the uh, Xbox uh, Series X.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So let's, uh, you know, big one for that. Um, wow, I'm just excited. I'm so ex- I'm going to go back and watch some of these trailers again. But yeah, definitely check them all out. I think the whole conference is available online. Um, it, it takes about an hour to go through all of the trailers. Um, and yeah, I'm sure there'll be something in there for everybody to check out. At least you'll find one or two games that you uh, you'll be excited for there.
1: Yeah, well, there we go.
0: <laughs> that's it. Well, look, that's it for this week. Um, it's been a big week. I'm so excited that we got to talk about it this week because, yeah, a lot of fun things going on. Um, we will be back next week to talk more games and more exciting things coming out. There's lots of things going on at the moment. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just in a rush. I'm just going to go have a lie down afterwards.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's a lot of stuff that, that is coming and has been shown and... Yeah, well, to, to be honest, it's I'm, I'm kind of glad we did, you know, a couple of hours of a, of a break rather than recording last night recording now.
0: Yeah, because, like, we would have missed out on... We would have just been speculating on what they're doing. Now we know. And, yeah, look, and I promised you that next week, by next week, I will have fully digested how the PS5 looks, and I will be able to give you an actual opinion as to whether or not I like it.
1: <laughs> but until yeah, then... Yeah, initial, initial opinions are hard, yeah.
0: Yeah, but until then, like, definitely check out all the memes and decide for yourself. But... Like I can't, I can't stop seeing robot vagina. Now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, until next time, this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you that if you are not having fun with your games, you gotta get good.
1: And this is Duty and saying, just like I did with Kermit and Dave from the Super Movie Brothers, he actually followed up on it. You gotta play with each other, and you gotta play with yourself. <clears throat>